In this week's episode, we have on a very special guest, one of our best friends and fashion expert, Charlotte DeWale. We all know how quickly trends cycle through, and we need to know what to be on the lookout for at the thrift. I mean, I definitely need to know. I have no idea. (laughs) Ever. In the spring of 2021, after a full year of enduring a global pandemic, with no choice but to homeschool their children, two sisters come together and decide to take back control. With very few choices left in this new world, they decide to start reselling clothes online and recording the ups and downs of their experiences in hopes of helping other struggling moms. We are the Thrifter Sisters. Thrifter Sisters! Okay, cool. Okay, so what was your connection through her? Like, how... How did this project even get started? So I had met a stylist randomly. I can't remember how, like maybe even socially. And she was, um, remember Timbaland, the rapper guy? Oh, yeah. Uh So she was his cousin's girlfriend. And so I would (laughs) go over to, he, he would like rent a villa at like some like fancy hotel um on sunset I can't remember which one it was and I would go over there and he would he like was like a big guy like not fat but like just like like sturdy and big legs and he wanted to be able to wear those oh my god what was the brand of jeans that had like the upside down like the horseshoe on the back pocket oh yeah Uh he wanted to be able to wear those but his legs wouldn't fit in them. So I would, he would buy two pairs of them and I would come over and I would alter them and put a strip down the middle, like down the <laughs> inside seam so he could wear these. And he, they would pay me like this crazy amount of money to come over there in the middle, like almost in the middle of the night and do it like with my sewing machine. That's amazing. Um, so then she knew that I could like basically do anything with the sewing machine. So um, I I believe it was her and somebody else were working with Brittany and she wanted a custom dress made and it was like this like Madonna-esque inspired thing. Um, and she had like reference pictures and they were like, oh, well, Charlotte can come over and like she could make anything. So um, I went over there and... Wait, first so, yeah, of all, you guys what, were... was, what was your reaction when the topic first got brought up to you? Like, hey, we need you to make a right. dress for Brittany. Like, what was your reaction? I was like, oh my God, what? <laughs> yes. And so my boss at the time, I worked for Cameron Cohen Jewelry. She like, I think she like let me out of work to go do it. Cause she was like, oh my God, you have to go do this. You have to go do this. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was like, okay, cool. Like I can make a dress. Like I, you know, I'm confident in my sewing ability and everything. So, um, so you guys were saying that I would not get along with Brittany and Brittany and I wouldn't be friends, but little do you know, we were very friendly. Yay! And we were wrong. She she liked me and she actually <laughs> even invited me. I went to her house on her 24th birthday, the poor girl, and she tried to get me and the stylist to come out for drinks with her, like to some like sceney place that at the time, you know, this is like early 2000s, everybody in LA knew about. And I was like, there's no way I can go there. I just can't. <laughs> I have too much social anxiety. I cannot do this. And I was like, oh no, I have to go home and sew your dress. I'm so sorry. Um <laughs> But she was just like a child and very childlike. And she was trying to put toenail pol- like uh, nail polish on her toenails. And she had gotten it all over her toes, like all over her toes, like a baby <laughs> would. And so 
I took it all off and I redid her toenails for her. <gasps> you yes. Britney I touched her. Britney Spears' toes. Oh my God. <laughs> so Britney, like she goes past like your rule of not touching people's feet then. <laughs> Because she's Brittany. <laughs> no, remember, it's not that I don't want to touch people's feet. It's that I don't want people's feet in my in shoes. In your shoes. That's right. Because okay. they can stretch them out or do something to them. <laughs> that, makes, I, that makes sense. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So I went over there. I did a fitting. I took all her measurements. We looked at her inspiration. I did some like sketches and stuff. Got it approved. Made the dress. I have pictures of the dress somewhere. I have to find them. Um, I was looking through my emails this morning to see if I could find pic- like a picture attached to an email. But instead, what came up when I <laughs> when I searched Brittany dress in my old emails was that they hadn't paid me on the invoice. <laughs> and I kept having to ask for the payment. Oh, no. Did you ever get paid? <laughs> I did. I did. I think they paid me on the the first invoice. And then I charged like... X amount of dollars every time I went over there and there was uh-huh. one lingering invoice they hadn't paid me on, but I have like three emails. To the <laughs> oh my God. Saying, um, you haven't paid me on this invoice yet. Are you going to <laughs> like what's happening? And back, I mean, like back then I was like freelance and hustling. And when I didn't work for Cameron anymore and I was like, I need that money. Like yeah. I can't not be paid that money. <laughs> I need that Britney money. <laughs> I need that Britney money. Yeah. So Can then, you- okay. So I made her the initial dress. It was when she was with Kevin. She had had one baby. Um, her dad had, the the first time I went was a day that her dad had like taken over security at her house. And so we had to leave our phones with them. We couldn't, like, they had to like pat us down and stuff coming into the house. It was real weird. And um, then by the next time, so she, then her stylist called me or her assistant or whatever called me like a year later, maybe, or two years later, after she had had the second baby, she wasn't with Kevin anymore. And they she wanted me to alter the dress. And so I came over to a different house and did the dress alteration. So I had two different separate times with Brittany. And then like a week later, she did the thing with the umbrella and the hair shaving. Oh, wow. Oh, whoa. <laughs> that was right around there. Yeah, that's intense. Yeah. How was her demeanor when you saw her that time that was like two weeks before the umbrella head shaving? She was the same. Okay. I did not. I I wasn't like, oh, wow, she was really weird this time. She was the same. Okay. Yeah. She's very my, you know, it was all, I only like went to her house in person like three or four times total. Um, she was super nice. Just like real sweet Southern y'all baby mm-hmm. honey, you know. Um, very, very sweet, but very childlike. Yeah. Which well, I mean, was, at that even age, at the time. You are still a child in my head. I mean, yeah. Yeah. 24, 25. Like, but also, kid. haven't you heard that? That like whatever age it is that you get famous is kind of day, like arrested it's... development. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, do... yeah. well, so anyway, you... that's my Britney story. We if could live you... in the closet together. It would be great. <laughs> and you could do our toenails. Exactly. It would be a full service relationship. Well, in the you... in the styling and toenails only. Let's just ver- clarify that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you find the picture before I um, or sometime this week, anytime this week, send it to me and I'll, I'll put it. it on our yeah. Instagram page. Okay. We'll do. Well, th- that was like an eight minute long Britney story. So <laughs> <laughs> let's get, I into- feel like that's just like the cadence of this podcast though. So it's all yes. good. <laughs> we regret nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I recorded last week. It was a little long. <laughs> oh, 
I thought it was interesting. I listened to it this morning. Okay. Okay. I thought it was interesting. All right. Well, yeah, I'll and look- I even have comments on that. But let's get into what yeah. my topic is. Yes, I want. I do want to. After we're done recording, I want to hear your feedback from. Well, let's week. tell everyone who Charlotte is. Yeah. Who are who who are you? <laughs> Famous because of Charlotte.com, a website that I not have. I've not yet obtained, but will someday. Don't like <laughs> listener. Don't go to Charlotte.com. Isn't it, it doesn't so. exist. It does, but it's like a city page. Or right. Something. It's not. It Charlotte. is. Totally. <laughs> so Charlotte, like, just tell us a little bit about your background and um, why we are calling you as our expert in fashion for fall trends. Right. I heard that you called me an expert. So, we did. Um, yes, that's an interesting, interesting assessment of it. So <laughs> I, um, I'm a friend of, so first, Jeff was my friend, Lacey's husband. And then Jeff set me and Lacey up on a like friend date. Our play and, date. <laughs> right. Remember, we played um, Lord of the Lord Rings, of the Rings Trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> and went up on my roof. Wine may um, so, have been involved. <laughs> may, maybe. Maybe. Um, so, yeah. So, Lacey and I are old friends from LA and um, best, best you know, BFFs. And um, so I was a costume designer and also have worked in the jewelry industry. Now I'm a jewelry designer, but I was a costume designer for a long time and a fashion designer. I made Lacey's uh, wedding gown for her by hand. And that was a real labor of love. Yes, it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All those handmade silk like petals. Yeah. So it's a very inspired piece. Yeah. So expert or not, I have some experience in fashion and entertainment. Well, and then Charlotte's always the one that we always go to on our girlfriend text chain about like, Charlotte, what do I wear? What about this or this? Should I wear this outfit or this outfit? So she, you're an expert. <laughs> you're so right. I was a stylist. I did costume design. Um, I still like, I'm into fashion and I actually am a massive thrifter and I have always thrifted my entire life and was especially uh, hardcore thrifting during my costume design phase. Um, so I know all the thrift stores in LA and I, I would say like at this point, it's probably like a quarter of my wardrobe is still thrifted, but I have pieces in there, which I'm going to talk about during this little talk about the fall trends that are going to come back into play this fall. Awesome. Let's get to it. Okay. Where would you start? Well, I think let's, um, let's just jump in and I'll go through, I made a list of the fall trends that I thought were um, applicable to like being able to purchase on Poshmark or thrift, um, that you could put together from, they're not like a new thing that doesn't exist out in the marketplace already. So, um, and it's all about like the person themselves, like making the right choices of how to combine things and being able to do that in a creative way with, you know, resale clothes or their own closet combining with new pieces from somewhere like Poshmark. Oh, I love that. Charlotte, you put some thought into this. Yes. (laughs) See, this is what I told you. I do not come unprepared. I would be too anxious for that. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yes. Last night when you're like, I got to do some research. I'm like, I don't know how what she's going to do, but I know that she's too anxious to not show up. And, like I know she's going to have it together whenever she shows up. I was like, fall trends. I have to be prepared for this. People are going to listen to this. This is fabulous. I'm going to listen to this and take my own advice. <laughs> well, I was wishing I'd already had your advice. We went thrifting in Richmond on Friday and I'm like, I don't even know 
like I know like what to look for for like sweaters and like chunky boots and stuff like right now. But I'm like, I need to, I need a better idea of what I need to be sourcing right now. Exactly. Because fall. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's jump into it with the sweaters. So after um, being in this pandemic and loungewear being so big, there is going to be kind of a trend in, in wearing knits like on your whole body and sweater knits specifically, not like Jersey knits um, necessarily. So I was seeing, I saw in a couple different places, either chunky sweaters or like full knit outfits, like a knit skirt, which I love. I have a knit skirt. That's like a rib knit skirt. um, That's like a midi pencil skirt. And I can't wait to bust that out. Um, And just like, you know, knits over the whole body long, like, um, cardigans that are like the long length style which I also have a ton of and which you can definitely find out there thrifting yeah that's um, a, that's a, that that like y2k style that those I remember yeah. wear those yep and so that's let's just go right into that then the 90s like late 90s early 2000s which has been happening but it's definitely even going to be more so so um we can look at Britney for inspiration, Paris. Um, so like when I think of that time period and what I would be looking for in my own closet or to thrift would be velour, um, denim mini skirts, uh, lace up details for collars. And then one that I saw that I'm not sure that I will do, but the head to toe denim. Remember when people used to do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, like the oh, yeah. I saw a so, denim um female like cropped vest when we were at Goodwill and I almost got it and I was like who would wear that obviously people would wear that it's very wait but the vest thing is definitely a thing too and oh my god I put back the vest I have bought so many vests in my time and I cannot wear a vest. I look so like my shoulders look so wide and my bosom (laughs) is like so vast. But it's been a thing like um I don't know if you guys remember Tashina Mm-hmm. who is also actually a very talented uh, wedding gown designer and does a ton of thrifting. And she does like vintage, specific, very specific vintage things. Um, she would always like joke and be like, oh, look here, I found a vest for you. <laughs> and I put it on and be like, I can't do it. But vests, sweater vests, suiting vests. Um, and then let's go straight into the monochrom- monochromatic tailored suiting look. So this is where you could really... Um, put together pieces, thrifting or Poshmark or wherever you're doing resale purchases. Um, and and not to say that you need to be head to toe in a, in a formal suit, but you can put together pieces that give you that feel of like this tailored monochromatic look. So a, a vest could come into play with like slacks or like what I'm thinking of myself is I love like a soft shouldered, which is like a rounded shoulder with not a lapel, like a lapel-less blazer, and then pair it with like um, like a wide leg pant. Oh, I'm seeing that in my so. head. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like, yeah, with the suiting and t- kind of that tailored look, you can get into like houndstooth and, and checks and plaids and like those like more like menswear looks. Um, but in a feminine way. And I feel like that stuff has been just, there's like a constant, like kind of like undertone of that all the time. But when it comes back in like fuller force, that's when you see women wearing the blazers with the sleeves rolled up. And like, I love that look. Yeah, me too. So what do you think? What does that look like? Okay. So I did a little research this morning and I was reading how, since we've all been wearing 
loungewear, leisure wear, athleisure for the past year and a half, that people are like getting dressed up to like go to coffee dates. Yeah. So like if I were to wear, which I never would wear this monochromatic suit, you know, you guys know that would just never be something I wear because, um, but you can do it in your own way. And that's the whole point is that you, especially if you're doing like, um, if you're, if you're looking through your own closet or looking for a a resold, like pre-worn or pre-owned item, there's different ways to do it that you don't have to go with the full suit that all matches. Like say you like have, or you find a pair of like men's style, um, slacks that have like a cool suiting pattern to them Mm -hmm. you could go with like a t-shirt or tank top that is in the same color story okay so it doesn't need to be so it doesn't need to be like so literal to the runway stuff but like how can we do this in a creative way that makes you feel like you're getting a little taste of like this style right but then i could wear that to my girlfriend coffee dates yeah absolutely because you could wear it with you could wear it with like platform sneakers or something love it yeah, she listening face. She like had this glazed over look in her face, like she was like seeing herself walking down the street in this outfit. <laughs> I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it in my mind. <laughs> she was in the fantasy. <laughs> I was so that leads me into the Mariana shoes. at the outdoor cafe. <laughs> With your platform sneakers, your yes. suiting pants, and your like your like brown color story suiting pants, and like a tan or like a camel colored, um, just normal like even like a V neck t shirt. Well, okay, G- going back Tucked to the shoes, I was seeing that like the vintage silhouette of the sneakers are on trend right now coming in. Yes, um, yeah, those instead because if I wear those platform sneakers, it's a likelihood of turning my ankle. Very yeah. Different. So what you're talking about, like, like a Saucony kind of shoe or like, no, no, like no, no, a vintage like, running shoe? Yes. Like, yeah. Like just that yeah. sneaker design. You know how they, like now, like when you get like a legit running shoe now, they're usually wider, you know, thicker, but like mm-hmm. the ones from like the seventies, there's like that, yeah. like that Reebok, that narrow silhouette. Yes. You can do that. Just Thank make you. sure pants are hemmed to the right length. What's the right length? So that they're just, just like, um barely about to touch the ground but not quite okay so spit so then covering the shoe covering this yes unless you want to unless you find a pair of pants that's like a cropped pair already Mm -hmm. i would caution against cropping a pair of pants that is not meant to be because it won't be the right silhouette up at the top to work with it okay I learned this the hard way because I bought some beta brand pants, you know, those like work yoga pants, Yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. I love. I and mean, they look so good on me, but I got them in petite size because I'm really short and pants are always way too long for me. And then I sat down in them at work and I looked like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you didn't crop them yourself though, did you? No, no, no. I just ordered them like the, you know, the shorter size and regretted it yeah. instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I did this to myself. <laughs> Okay, sorry about that. Back on track. <laughs> so, but speaking of shoes, platforms and platforms, which I swear by just like always because I'm so short that I like the little extra height without wearing a heel because I cannot wear heels anymore. Same, I think yeah. you guys were talking about that, yeah, recently on on the podcast. Um, I cannot do a heel, and I want to be comfortable, and I don't want to fall down. So, because you know my ankle, <laughs> my ankle overturns really down. easily. <laughs> Wait, this is a great story. So after being like at home for like literally like 15 months straight and not leaving the house and wearing like slippers all the time, 
I was going back to work and I was going to go into the office for a day. And so I'm like getting fully dressed up in like a full, like I, I dress up to go to the office and I put on my heeled platform boots <laughs> and I literally immediately fell over on the floor <laughs> in my bedroom <laughs> and Jamie was teaching in the background. <laughs> and like so you just like I just like flopped down on the floor and he's like oh my god what happened um, <laughs> wait wait he was like teaching like a zoom class and you like fell in the bathroom yes, yes. <laughs> this is pandemic life he taught class in our bedroom for a year and a half with our bed all messed up behind us he would never make the bed or anything <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh I love so it. but yeah platforms and platforms especially so like in sneakers in um just even if it's just a little a little bit of a raise I think that gives that feel of that 90s early 2000s look which is what this kind of ties in with if we were going to go with the heel is it true that 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 chunky square heel is kind of coming back right now yes I have that written down square heels square toes um, that whole like 90s chunky look. And I was actually looking at a picture of myself from somebody's bar mitzvah, like just before we started the call. And I was wearing my first pair of Skechers shoes, which were like a um, like a lace up, you know, just like regular, like almost like a work boot looking, but they had the really chunky sole. Yeah. And I, w- I wish I had, I had them back. Like so many black Skecher chunky boots in the 90s. Those were like my jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. And they're coming back for sure. I had lots of flip-flops that were like the platforms that were like probably a three, oh, yeah. a three or four inches. Oh. I mean, that's a flexible. How did you walk in those things? I don't know. Yeah. I had some too. I remember that. That's a real ankle turner. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, those are not. I would not tell you to wear those right now. I would I would recommend a different brand that I will privately recommend to you later. <laughs> Not, That's I'm not, not a resale no, no. item. I'm definitely not. I have no interest in wearing those. But back when I was 23, you better bet your buns that I was wearing oh those around. Wait, did you have like a juicy outfit on to go with it? I, no, no, no. Usually what I would wear, like my, they were a slim fit, but not like um, skinny, but like a slim fit cargo um, khaki capri. I see it in my head. I remember this. Oh my God, I can see it too. And then a myriad of different dragon tank tops. <laughs> All about the dragons. Uh, like every clothing clar- uh, article of clothing I had, well, the majority of it had dragons on it. So lots more fire or fire. Lots of glitter and sequins on the really? on the dragons and the and the fire and the tank. Yeah, that was my jam. <laughs> I don't know why this just reminded me, Lacey, of the um theatrical masks you had on display in your room. Oh, God. <laughs> that was kind of your thing back then. It was. Why? <laughs> Those things were so creepy. Like, I would get one every year for my birthday. It was like my thing that I wanted. Why? I don't know. Uh, Do you have them still or did you oh, throw them away? No. Uh, no. They're probably in mom's attic somewhere. Okay. Anyway, back to fall trends. Okay. So, back to fall trends. Okay. So, then... um. I have written down printed pants, which I personally love because I like to do like a black top because I want to minimize that part of my body size wise. And then I do like funky pants. So I'm like super into that. And I can't wait to see what comes out and what's out there in resale because that that's, again, something that's been going on for a while in all different silhouettes. And now is a time that I think you can get like really fun with it. I was even looking at pajama pants the other day. Ooh. 
to wear as like regular pants. Pajama <laughs> pants is regular pants. What? Right, but fa- fancy pajamas, like silky pajamas with like a cool print on them. And then Ooh. how how would you style that? Then I would wear a tucked in loose tank top, and then I'd wear one of my long cardigans that goes down to like my mid calf with heels of some sort. <laughs> I mean, if ne- like any time is going to be the time to wear pajamas in public, it's now. <laughs> Coming out totally. of the pandemic. Like, just don't <laughs> judge me. I bought a lot Not of Not like plaid flannel pajamas, but this is like fancy pajamas. Like silky pajamas. Silky, fancy with a good print, like expensive, fancy pajamas. But I feel like that's what people did. Like, we all kind of upped our pajama game during the pandemic because we're like, right. Well, so just, this is the only way I can express myself. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I up. I got so many pairs of sweatpants that I've never owned just regular sweatpants before. I was like, I'm just going to embrace this. I'm just going to wear sweatpants all the time. It feels good. And I would wear like um, just like a sloppy t-shirt and I just didn't care. <laughs> and now I'm like, what am I going to do with all these sweatpants? But I did also <laughs> acquire like I have like 20 pairs of uh, leggings now, like like athletic leggings. That's that I wear all the time. Yeah. A <laughs> That's lot. more than I it's have. taken over an entire drawer. <laughs> I went on a whole thing with it. They're high-waisted. They hold everything in. They have yeah, the like... hidden pocket. See, That's what I like about you, Charlotte. You commit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I find one thing that I like, then I get it in every single color. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up my list with the last thing that is very much um, a reaction to having not dressed up for so long and being like in sloppy athleisure wear and and just like jersey knits and sequins for day and night are going to be a trend. So the quote that I thought was kind of hilarious was, "We'll be turning away from minimalism and favoring op- optimism and looking for a bright future." <laughs> Hence the sequins. in our sequins. In our Love it. I mean, you're going to be wearing your sequins at home because Delta variant is kicking everyone <laughs> right in the buns. Well, that but, won't matter yeah. at my job. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, no, no, no. Still come in. <laughs> Jewelry is holding the world together, Charlotte. We need you. Right. I know. Truly. <laughs> okay. So I, then I'm just going to, I'm just going to do a little quick um, thing about the jewelry. So I yeah. looked up the brand that I work for now on Poshmark this morning because I was like, gosh, I wonder if there's anybody reselling this. Because that's when you kind of know that like you're getting um, like this is a very mainstream jewelry brand that I work for, but it's expensive fine jewelry. And guess what? There were two pieces being sold on Poshmark. Ooh, like did- older, older styles before not not something I designed. Was there um, did you look under the sold to see if any had been sold? I didn't because I don't know how to do that. Okay, well, you know what I was thinking when we hang up with this call, let's FaceTime for a few minutes after and then okay. we can we can do that while we're on FaceTime. Awesome. That'd be fun just to That's see yeah. if, what has That's sold good. of your line. Do you so do you want to yeah. talk about yeah, talk about jewelry for a few minutes? So, I am a jewelry designer designer now. I'm very commercial jewelry designer at this point. I um as you guys know and have been big supporters of me all along. I had my own business years ago that was called Sweet Ebby and um that was all handmade like verging some of it on wearable art but very costume jewelry trend driven feathers and vintage pieces and um recycled leather and I was like into that whole kind of like trying to just touch on that little bit of sustainability 
um, with the recycling and with the vintage stuff being part of it. Um, and so now I have come a long way from that. And now I design fine jewelry, which means it's 14K or above with diamonds and, and precious stones. And for a brand that is very, very mainstream and is mostly has been a bridal brand, meaning engagement rings, very in the mainstream jewelry world is well known for that. Um, and when I say mainstream, I mean like traditional jewelry stores. Like you walk into a jewelry store to buy jewelry, which I don't do. Um, so I'm like a little bit of a fresh set of eyes for the brand. And so, yeah, it's called it's called Michael M. And it's michaelmcollection.com. And I'm thrilled with how it's going. I'm designing jewelry and like really getting such a further reach than I ever have before as far as like people who are buying the jewelry and in what parts of the country and who who's seeing it and who's responding to it. So it's super interesting. I was, I thought it was very interesting that there was two pieces for sale on Poshmark. Um, and they were about priced at about half retail price. So somebody didn't want it anymore and is trying to recoup some of that cost on a piece of fine jewelry. So I'm, yeah, I'll be curious to see if anything has sold on there ever. Well, I think uh, from my perspective, it's been so cool because, listener, we're on like a girlfriend text chain that texts almost every single day. And I think it's just been so fun for us to see you step into this role and get like comfortable and confident in it and grow. And then we get behind the scenes look at things that she's designing. Um, and it's it's just gorgeous stuff. And and like we get to look at options like what so like what do you guys like a or b yeah. a or b this or that <laughs> and it's it's just it's just so impressive and badass and we're just very proud of you yeah oh my gosh thanks guys i mean it really when i take a step back and look at it i have come a long way from where i was so i'm i'm happy with the career progress and that i've been able to do this and i'm happy that i'm finally settling into this job because starting the job right before the pandemic started was oh a God. very very strange time to start a job yeah and then you know i was furloughed for 3 months and i was working from home and like disconnected from the whole thing for so long and now that it's back to as normal as it's going to be right now of me going into work and um, working directly with the people that I work with and in the factory and with my boss, it feels really like a good fit. So I'm, you know, that it wasn't, did not feel like that for, for months in the middle of the pandemic. I thought I was going to leave and take a new job and I interviewed for places and, you know, nothing, I didn't take any other jobs, but so I'm glad that I stuck with it. Yeah. Well, happy for you. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thank yeah, you. Well, definitely go check out Charlotte's stuff. Go say your website again where your jewelry is. MichaelMCollection.com. Yeah. So definitely go check out her stuff and see all the talent. <laughs> Put it to <laughs> jewelry. <laughs> and we just did, I just led an entire rebrand for the company. So we've got a whole new look on the website. Um, and that was part of what I was hired for because I, you know, before I took the job, the, the owner was like, well, what, does anything give you pause that, you know, about taking a job here? And I said, I don't think the aesthetic <laughs> looks very good on the website. <laughs> I don't like the look. I don't like your look. Sir. I, don't, I was just like, I think we could do better. This is not in good taste. <laughs> and he was well, like, okay, cool. We could change that. So if you're anything, so Charlotte, did. it is blatantly honest. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, that's. That's some blunt Charlotte talk right there. <laughs> but I mean, listen, like, <laughs> I'm not going to, yeah, let's be real. Like, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm an East Coaster. I am a transplant to California where people just are so 
fake about everything. And while I have fine tuned that blunt nature, um, there is value in it. Like even if I need to deliver some news that's very blunt and maybe the person's not going to like, I do have a sweet, soft touch to do it, but (laughs) you got to be straightforward. And I do find that people appreciate it. Absolutely. I mean, that probably gave him like the, the confidence to say, yeah, yeah, this is the woman we need. She's going to get us going. She has the vision and the eye, like, and she's willing to like, tell me that what looks good and what doesn't. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I also find like, even this is like totally off topic, but like in an interview process, there's no reason to be fake. You don't want a job that you get based on some, some sort of fake persona. Um, It's never going to work out if that, if you do that. Yeah. Unless you have like a, (laughs) so I find just, yeah, I just reveal it all right off the bat. I'm like, this is what you're getting. If you're interested, great. If not, let me move on. (laughs) Here it is. This is me in all my glory. <laughs> this, is what, this is what I have to offer you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, lady. Well, um, how would you feel about like, you know, two or three times a year coming on to give like new trends? Like, would you be down for coming back on for spring? I would love it. Yeah. And I'm hoping that by the t- next time, because I did not post anything and I have a box of Poshmark specific stuff that I went through. I did go through it since um, starting to listen to the podcast and knowing I was going to come on and I intended to post some things and I have not gotten to it yet. Um, but I have, I think I even have the store set up that I've just never posted anything on. Well, that'd so. be great. That'll give you a few months to like start my goal stuff and yes. you can, you know, obviously ask us stuff along the way. And then next time you're on, you can report back on how it's been going. How what- it goes. Yeah. I mean, I have many questions like the, sharing I just don't even understand the whole concept of it but we could talk about that later like how you share the closet and all that stuff is like you have to do that I do yeah. not know that yeah at all. yeah I would have just put it up not. and been like what's happening yeah. so many of my girlfriends have told me they're like yeah I've posted all of these great things and then nothing I'm like well were you sharing yeah. your closet what's that yeah exactly <laughs> So very cool that your podcast is great. I love listening to you guys laugh and talk and it makes me feel like I'm like sitting with you and it's, it's very, um, uh, heartwarming and, and awesome. So Aww, thanks, congrats. Yay. Well, we're so glad we got to have you on. It was fun to have one of, a one of our members of SOT here with us. That's right. The pod. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, I'm well thank you so from... much for having me. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Well, I'm going to hang up from this. It'll take a few minutes. Oh, you know what? I'm going to hang up from this, and then we're going to FaceTime you from Lacey's phone for a few minutes. Okay, sounds good. All right. Thanks, Charlotte. Bye, Char. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. So I don't need to report back in on what my goal was for last week because I had a no-goal goal. goal. (laughs) That's right. The no-goal goal. The no-goal goal. But you had a goal. I did. Ally Bank. I failed. (laughs) No! I know. I was so excited for you to come here today and to get to this segment because I was like, yes, I'm going to be so because I knew you had done it. No, I this is my first fail. I let myself down and I'm really upset about it. Okay, but I'll still get it done. All right. Well, let's not let's not focus on your failure. (laughs) Fail. (laughs) You failed. Let's not focus. (laughs) With the new anchor platform, I think I can add in a sad trombone right there. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Let's just refocus. That's going to be your new goal. Yeah. You have to do it by I next know. week. And I'll, knowing me, I'll do it today and be like, why didn't I just do it yesterday? Yeah, it's so quick. Yeah. Okay. So your goal is going to be 
Ally Bank, okay, online so, banking. So you fa- let's just t- t- reiterate, you failed <laughs> at your goal. Right. We're not focusing on the fact that I failed, but I failed my goal. We're just reiterating. <laughs> We're not focusing. Right. <laughs> and then I didn't have a goal because I was like, listen, I, it's things are too whack. I can't. Now, I was going to get back to work when school started, but last week I had a hair appointment. Oh, my gosh. I had an eyebrow appointment. How do you make it all happen, Lindsay? Exactly. <laughs> I don't. Um, school, I had to go pick up the girls in the middle of the day because school got canceled because they lost power. <laughs> and there was something else, but I don't remember. Oh, we went to <laughs> Richmond. Oh, yeah. We had a really successful um, sourcing trip. We drove to Richmond, which is an hour away. We had such a good time we both got some really great um, pieces to Their put into good our closet. will there was just amazing so i think what is so good about that visit is that we know that we've got to start making that a part of our mm-hmm. like we've got to start mapping out routes and we've got to get to richmond more yeah yeah like, like we've been doing this since march and this is your first time to richmond yeah but, ne- but the kids are in school so we can do this now yeah like i want to go back this week i want to go back right now because it was <laughs> good it was so good it's not open on the weekend so we can't yeah it's so weird richmond okay well so my goal so your goal for next week is you're getting the ally bank that is happening my goal is starting tomorrow i am hitting it i'm getting back to work i've got to process i've processed a good amount of my inventory i got from friday because mostly like the shoes needed some help i got those all cleaned up i need to do a little bit of um, sewing on a couple things but i'm going to start listing tomorrow i haven't listed in three weeks. Ooh, wow. Like, I've relisted a couple of things, but that's it. Yeah, that's got to change. So, yeah. So, obviously, I haven't made any sales. We'll talk <laughs> We'll talk, We'll talk. talk about the fur coat later. It's going to get accepted this week. So oh, we'll, oh. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to – that's it. I'm hitting it back to work. I had – I gave myself, instead of stressing out over the last three weeks of summer, I gave myself time to just do summer. And here we go. We're back in it. Fall, school, let's go. Head in. Team go. (laughs) All right. That's our goals. Yay. Okay. So not only have we now done two interviews, but I think this last interview was, I don't know, it was fun and informative. And I mean, girl came prepared. Yeah. Good job, Charlotte. It was so that you were, I mean, I I knew you would. Yeah. It wasn't surprising. That's why we call you an expert, Charlotte. (laughs) But, I mean, now I feel like I'm ready to go to the thrift and look for fall trends. Yeah, I'm definitely, I mean, I'm obviously going to re-listen to this because I've got to edit it. But I'm definitely going to listen to it, like, with the ear of, like, soaking the information and in to be on the lookout. Yeah, I'm going to go back and listen to it and take notes. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Charlotte. It was really informative. All right. We hope that this helped you get ready for fall sourcing. I mean, I guess we should have all already been, been fall sourcing. Yeah. But it's... <laughs> It's not too late. It's never too late. We can we can still source for the fall. I That's mean, it's right. it's a hundred degrees here today. Yes. All right. Well, follow us follow us on the gram at Thrifter Sisters Pod. You can follow me at Hot Moms of Seaville. Lacey, where are you? I am at Lily Jeans underscore Posh. Join us next week. We have something super rad to talk about. Oh, what is it? It's a surprise because we haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> New topic, new time. It's going to be amazing. Not TBD. A, not a new time. Same day, new topic. All right. Thanks for listening. Two sisters. One podcast. Thrifter Sisters. Thrifter Sisters. Thrifter Sisters is written and recorded by me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey. Produced and edited by Hot Moms of Seaville Productions. Music is written and performed by Mariana Bell. See you next week. Bye. Bye.